space. We'll do it live. It. Do it live. Don't write it. Yeah, we'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome contest. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning. Party people, how the heck you doing? Happy Thursday to you and yours, 533. Happy Thursday to you, Carl freaking Brown. Morning, Chowder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got sent a bunch of clam videos yesterday. <laughs> how is this happening right now? If anything, the... Uh... The pea soup, as it were, may be thicker today. Man, it yeah, it the fog is. We're doing the Misty Mountain Hop, Led Zeppelin style. We were we swam to work. We did actually, yeah. yeah. We had to just wade through the fog. I tried to grab a fistful of it, missed. <laughs> I, you, <laughs> stop it! You would be so mad if somebody called up with that joke. What a two and a half out of ten. Yeah. He'd be so mad. I can't even believe you just did that. Um, I don't know if the fog's as bad. I, I, out here in St. Catharines, outside the White House of Rock, crazy thick. Really? Like, really difficult to see? Just driving you, like, surface streets today was, you have stuff to you see. You can barely see the bridge outside the window here. So I don't know. <laughs> if what, the blinds were up, that would be absolutely true. I don't know. Oh, and then when we <laughs> drove in, you ding that. What did you, you get laid last night? This guy's in too good of a mood. What is going on over here? Tired. <laughs> Usually when Carl's tired, he's grumpy, but he's gone the opposite way now. Yep. So You know, I'm, you know why I'm feeling good today? Oh, why? My calves are free. They're breathing. You uh, you said yesterday on the show you were going to wear shorts, mm-hmm. and you did follow through with I that. I have. Because they say, they say. Folks. A high of 16 <laughs> in the forecast today. It doesn't look, doesn't look like it right now. Yeah. It's like two degrees outside. Minus one. Is that what it says? Yeah. Oh, Lord. But like, so it, it's right throughout the morning here. It's like, uh, it goes like one degree. And then all of a sudden, 10 o'clock, it's like eight degrees. Enough. And then by noon, 14 degrees. There we it, go. Oh, sunshine. It, I, I'm, yeah, you, I want to cry. You going to go out in it? I, I, I do want to, yes. Yeah. I, want, I feel like I'm going to Roll around in the grass trying maybe. to avoid the dog poops. Well, yeah. Maybe I'll roll, roll around on the deck. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. Oh, I got a splinter. Ow. <laughs> but it's supposed to be a beautiful day today. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what the 401 and, and QEW and stuff looks like. Uh, like if it's as foggy of a drive as what just the back streets of St. Catharines are. So just uh, get yourself prepared for that. Really quickly, reading a story this morning, mm-hmm. and all it says is Hamilton farmers highly disappointed. And I was like, oh, "Okay, okay, well, I, I got to read about that, right? Got to know about our area." A poor yield on a particular crop or something. Apparently, it's Hamilton, New Zealand. Oh, I did not know there was a Hamilton. A, New, did you know that? I no, I was not aware. Is it a sister city or something like that? You know, a, a Hamilton program? Hamilton couple recently believed that they had broken a Guinness World Record. They believe they have dug up mm-hmm. the world's largest potato. Doesn't say um, weight in just, well, they said, oh, 17 pounds. 17 pound potato. That's a big potato. They're jacked up. But I think we've heard of bigger, haven't we? Well, so do you see this picture right here? Oh, yeah, look at that. It big looks like potato. several potatoes mashed into one. Guinness World Record people showed up. Turns out it's something called. A tuber of a gourd. Beg your pardon? 
a tuber of a gourd. <laughs> uh, it's like a weird fruit kind of, thing. Oh. Yeah. Not like a potato? A, like a gourd, yeah. A tuber of a gourd? That's a, this is a, a tuber only, of a gourd. Only New Zealand could have something called right? that. Right? It also sounds like, I don't know, some dish you would get during a St. Patrick's Day celebration. Yeah, perhaps, right? yeah. Uh, I'll take the tuber of a gourd and I'll take a pint of your green beer Or there. when you have to uh, send your buddy home early. Uh, he's a tuber of a gourd. <laughs> right? Oh, uh, no use to anyone. I just like the idea of the Guinness World Record people showing up and go, ah, that ain't no potato, mate. <laughs> That's a tuber of a gourd. <laughs> I see you've played knifey spoony before. Uh, really? We got a tuber of a gourd? Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so uh, shout out to the Hamilton, New Zealand couple. Things awkward looking. It's man. really weird looking. Yeah. Why do they have tuber of a gourd in there? Is it edible? What is it? Yeah, it's like it's like a weird fruit thing. It's like, just like a weird. Fruit. Makes me uncomfortable. I'd like you to scroll past it if you could. You want to? You don't want to look at I it. I don't want to look at that. No. It's all folded over, weird. It's very, very bizarre. Chaos looking fruit. <laughs> all right, I got our dink of the day coming up. Seeing how it is St. Patrick's Day. You know what to do. I think we should do some Dropkick Murphys. Not overthink it here. Shipping up to Boston, Soper and Brown show. Good morning, party people. Let's go. Soper and Brown Show, it's 97.7 Hits FM. All right, let's get going here with our dink of the day. You know, I actually, I had two of them that I found. Yesterday, we had a dink of the day that people just thought was kind of sad. Oh, right. Yeah. and Guy with his cement roller. Yeah. And, yeah, rolled over his buddy. And guy said, I like when the dink of the day was funny. Makes <laughs> me depressed. Well, I got another one here. Now that I'm thinking about it, this really will just make you angry. Okay. Or there's a bit more of a lighthearted one. I think the angry one, the guy's more of a dink and honestly could be up for dink of the year. Oh, you can't leave us without that. So we're going to go with that? Yeah, let's go there. We're going to talk about a Wisconsin dentist that has been found guilty of damaging patients' teeth. I saw this story. In order to boost his profits, raking in millions from his scheme. Scott Charmoli is his name. Convicted of five counts of healthcare fraud, two counts of making false claims. He's so, facing up to ten years in prison. Was he like actively chipping the teeth of of people while they were under receiving like other? That's right. So if you're getting your wisdom teeth out, you get the wisdom teeth out. But on the way, he would damage, chip, yeah, chip a molar, weaken something, yeah. so it would later he'd have, they'd have to come back. It's the old, you know. I uh, went to a mechanic and, you know, yeah. pretty sure he kind of dented up the side of my car. Yeah, or, or he, fi- yeah, you know, fixed the brakes, but he loosened the gas line yeah. or you know, whatever it is. And right? I'm not, yeah. don't come at us mechanics. We're no, just talking about old wives' tales. Very reliable people, yeah. of course. But it's one of, it's it's a situation of, you know, I'm going to fix that, but also break that. So you so have you to gotta come, come back. on back and see But it's me. people's teeth. It's kind of important. Important? They're attached to you. Very expensive. Yes. And incredibly mentally damaging to find. Like, yeah, I feel like you're gonna have a hard time trusting other dentists. Uh, going wouldn't forward. you? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, where you say he's from? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. Mm. So he's facing up to ten years. Oh, sorry, facing up to ten years for each healthcare fraud charge. Oh boy. How so he has. He, how many has he got pending? He has five counts of fraud. And two counts of making false claims. 
So he could be looking at if he if he's if they throw the book at him, like fifty years. Yeah, even half of like. I bet he doesn't get that, but that is that is some really brutal like, especially to because you're doing this. I would assume for the most part while people are are under right with uh, uh, they, they gas them so you take the teeth out and everything. I'd imagine oh. in 2014. He made an extra $1.4 million installing 434 crowns. In 2015, he made an extra $2.5 million while installing over 1,000 crowns that didn't need to be installed. Holy. He was a turnstile. Yeah. So he was damaging people and also he was just convincing people you need to get this done. Crowns that they didn't need. Yeah. I mean, Dentists are pretty successful, from what I understand. Like, if you've got your practice, yeah. I mean, how much do you need? More, I guess. That's a great question. When's enough enough? I mean, this guy immediately vaults himself into the dink of the year category, right? Yeah, he's he's, he's in, in the, the conversation, isn't in, he? Yeah, he's in the probably you know he's definitely in the worst ten or so stories that we've discussed this year. My God, that's unbelievable. Wisconsin dentist. Scott Charmoli. Yeah, you're a dink of the day. The Silver and Brown Show. From Brown Show, a lot of people saying that uh, super foggy out. Somebody drove from, where is it? I'm just going on uh, Niagara Falls to, I think it was Grimsby, and said, yeah, fog is thick. Oh, from Falls to Hamilton, that was Aaron. Fog's incredibly thick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vineland, incredibly foggy. 401 foggy. Uh, Owen Sound, already six degrees. Oh. God, I am so, I, I don't Spring. know. Spring, baby. It's it, you know the whole you know seasonal depression thing and with the gray and what <laughs> yeah. I am probably too excited for like a Just sunny to, afternoon. To I feel you want you want to well, you know what to do. I like to soak up a little of that vitamin D. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> soaking up that vitamin D. I do want to soak up that vitamin <laughs> You're D. Ready to soak it. I am excited to sit on the back deck. Such a D soaker. Have a beer. <laughs> And just enjoy that. You're telling me you're not excited for that? Oh, yeah. I am. Oh, so excited. Maybe. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. I don't know. It's weather. Yeah. You know me. You love weather. What? Well, you love talking about weather. Yeah. Like, we, here we are. Here I am trying to talk about weather, and yeah. Carl's just. I'm the one wearing shorts right now. Huh? All right. I'm setting the tone. Well, this is true, but yeah. you still want your, like, usually I got to stop you from talking about the weather. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to pop my own brakes here. Okay. <laughs> Chowder. This guy is out of control today. <laughs> you are out of control. Soaker and brown show. <laughs> what you know? What if we go on the back deck and take some of these new Mike Tyson uh, edibles? Oh, the ear gummies. Yeah, you saw those, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe they make that sunshine sparkle a little bit. Uh, Mike Tyson's cannabis brand has launched uh, some new marijuana edibles that are ear shaped with a little bite out of them. <laughs> Does Holyfield get a cut of these? <laughs> it's a great Does question. Does he get like 10% of the sale? That's a great question. Man. Nearly 25 years after he was disqualified from the uh, World Boxing Association uh, heavyweight championship fight, he is putting out these gummies. That's smart. Enough time has passed. The ear bite has become kind of a, yeah. you know, kind of a thing we, we lean on as a bit of a joke now. But it probably wasn't that funny at the time. No, certainly wasn't. Yeah. And if you're Evander Holyfield, it's certainly, certainly Probably wasn't. still not that funny. Yeah, I'd love to actually know what mm-hmm. his 
Like, what are his thoughts now, 25 years later? Yeah. I've, I've seen interviews where Mike Tyson is very embarrassed. Oh, completely. And I've seen him be like, I, I hate this. And well, I wish he, I wouldn't have done it. You were getting whooped, right? Yeah. Like, he was losing the fight. He was frustrated. And he lashed out. You know, it was, it was yeah. an act of desperation on a massive national stage. Yeah. And now it's inedible that you can have. <laughs> look at the, look at the picture here. Your little tiny ears. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why not? Right? It's time after all this to you know he certainly he's apologized everything. Yeah, lean into it. Should Holyfield get a fight uh, or get a cut of this? Pardon me. <laughs> you should get something. Know, right? Something. Send him should a package he... in the mail at least yeah. or something. I don't know. It's. I mean, it's his ear. Yeah. <laughs> That's. I mean, it's kind of part of it. Oh, here. Okay, in the story right here it says. It's unclear whether Holyfield will receive a bite of the profits from the gummies. I don't know what Mike and Evander's relationship is like at this point. I would assume they've made some kind of peace, but that's an assumption. So the former opponents appear to have reconciled. They were on a podcast together in 2019, and Holyfield said, I have forgave Tyson for what he did. All right, so... That's this would right. be a really good way to help being help you know forgive somebody too. Ah, oh, hey, you gave me a hundred thousand yeah. dollars, Mike. I forgive you. Three years later, uh, here's a gummy in the shape of Evander's ear. I rescind my <laughs> forgiveness. The Soper and Brown Show, ninety-seven-seven hits FM. Six oh seven. I'm Matt Soper. He's Carl Brown. Get your texts in anytime nine seven seven nine seven seven. St. Patrick's Day today, St. Patty's Day, Carl. Mm-hmm. And you know what I think this this year's is going to be, people are going to make up for lost time, I think. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at, you know, bars for the most part, everywhere is open. Yeah. Uh, your restrictions in terms of capacity, for the most part, removed, Lo- right? Yeah, loosening, yeah. Yeah, yeah why not? The last two years, you know, there really hasn't been. Well, yeah, 2020 I mean, for sure. Like it, that was like the that was right oh, at the point of everything. Things, yeah, closing down. And then last year it was like uh, you know yeah. kind of in the middle. I think people are going to make up for lost time today. <laughs> you see, in the text box might be a little quiet tomorrow morning in the 5:30 to 6 area. I don't know if it'll be quiet, but I think the people texting will be feeling it. Spelling might be a little worse than usual. Uh, <laughs> well. It's pretty bad, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I, actually, I remember somebody on, on Monday when we yeah. were talking about the Cotton Eye Joe Challenge, which is coming up tomorrow. That's right. They were saying, oh, the morning after St. Patrick's Day. If I got to go sit in a car and it's somebody else's car ooh. and I can't eat or coffee, scroll Twitter, So four hours of Cotton Eye Joe. I don't know what you know Ontario looks like in terms of St. Patrick's Day parades. I don't know if we parade. But in the United States... Tons of St. Patrick's Day parades. Folks parade. Yeah. Chicago. Chicago. They do their big river. They make it green. Yes. Which is really cool. Uh, Yeah. Boston was one. There's so many. There's other ones like I had no idea, but uh, there it is. Bemidji, Minnesota. Oh, Bemidji. Bemidji? Yeah. Okay. You know this? Oh, I just I know the town. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> uh, they have a massive St. Patrick's Day parade every really? year. I don't know why, but they do a parade in Minnesota in March. Even in the middle of March, has got to be pretty cold. It seems dicey. Yeah. How about this one in Hot Springs, Arkansas? Yeah. Massive St. Patrick's Day parade. The marching band leader in Hot Springs, Arkansas, was well, Danny Trejo. <laughs> Machete? Yes. Nice. He is going to be the leader of the parade. 
in Hot Springs, Arkansas. We got Danny Trejo. Like, what? What does that mean? Is this like a weird you know thing where you go to Cameo and go, I'm going to need the cheapest Cameo possible. Yeah. Someone's like, we're going to need a celebrity. We do not have a lot of money. What do we got? Danny Trejo's got to command a bit, though. He's not no one. True, but it can't, it can't be that much. Maybe he's Irish. <laughs> uh, in in the uh, Boston area in Massachusetts, every cab driver has a sign they put up on St. Patrick's Day. Puking in their cab mm-hmm. immediately leads to an extra one hundred and fifty dollar charge. I answer, great idea. Yeah. Yep. Oh, without a doubt. Also, though, like I would take some precautions if you're you know if you're out driving today. I know you're gonna put the fine up. You put a sign up. I know drunks and reading signs don't always go together. Yeah, yeah, fair. Do you, I mean, you put an old pail in the back there? Great question. Uh, just in case? Yeah, I would. Yeah. I'd put a, I'd, I'd have a bucket sitting in yeah. the middle seat, strapped in, just in case. And then we got a company here in the United States that is hoping they have something that's going to catch on. Mm-hmm. They're launching it this St. Patrick's Day. It's the Inflatable Irish Pub. Uh People are celebrating St. Paddy's Day today with inflatable Irish pubs. The Paddy Wagon Inflatable Pub holds about 80 people, comes with a wooden bar, inflatable fireplace. People are setting it up in their backyards. It also comes with a little bouncy castle. (laughs) I got to tell you. I think that's a terrible mixture when it comes to getting hammered <laughs> on liquor. Well, if you want to avoid the puking part, uh, somebody did text in, so there's a small parade in Waterloo. Okay. There you go. Okay, so we do have some. I tell you, uh, do you have time here for a, for a venture back in time, or do you want Please. to? Okay, so uh, during my days uh, when I was doing sales, I was I was selling advertising and, and digital spots for, for radio. And I would do a ton of prospecting, right? I, I, was, cold, I was the cold call king. And I would take meetings with anyone because I was I was younger and I was trying to get my my list going. I took a meeting with a, a couple, and their business was they would they would sit down with you, they would have a look at your basement, and they would help you design and build a classic traditional uh, either Irish or English pub in your basement. No way. They had a line to the home. They would get all these trinkets. They would get. They would get wood, uh, like from from Ireland, from England. It was an expensive thing. Whoa. Like it was, you know, this is it, yeah. it's a project, project. But he had this this roll of pictures of these people's basements that he had redone in this thing. And I never ended up selling him a dime of radio, but I must have gone and met with him twice because we would talk for thirty seconds. I'd realize he wasn't buying something, and then we'd go down to his basement, which was completely refurbished, yeah. like with booth seats and everything. And you'd sit in these little things, and we'd have a beer. He had beer on tap. Oh man, it's the greatest thing ever. If I had an afternoon where I knew I wasn't getting anything done, I'd call him up. Be like, "Look, I know you're not going to do anything here, but can Check. I just can I come have a beer in your pub with you?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah come on. He probably wanted you oh, to. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. When you build a pub like that in your basement, you want people to come over. You do. Yeah, so we pretended that we were going to talk business for a minute. Oh, geez, we, look at that. We couldn't settle on anything. You're doing fine as you are. <laughs> and we sit there and have a beer. It's the coolest business of all time. That is. The coolest business that I pitched and never got. 
but you were okay with. I was fine with it, yeah. That's the classic, like, you know, we need to discuss work on this lunch so I can yeah. write it off uh-huh. as a work expense. Yeah. You're like, I need to quickly pretend yeah. like I'm selling you radio. Yeah, what are you doing at 3 o'clock this Thursday? Yeah. <laughs> Give me 10 seconds of your time. Yeah. And pour me a Guinness. And we'll take the other 90. <laughs> Green Day 977 Hits FM Soper and Brown Show as we were talking about St. Paddy's Day and you and I, I think, both both under the assumption that people are going to let loose sure. today as yeah. they've been, Why not? You know, last couple of years, been cooped up. And even yeah. if you're not Irish anyway, people are just looking for a reason to party right now. I forgot to wear anything green today. <laughs> you know what that means? Hmm? We have to kiss. Oh. I mean, pinch uh, each other. Oh, the, yes. That's what it is. A pinch. Yes. On the cheek. Yes. Anyways, we're talking about the parades and whatnot. Yeah. And how they're... Some parades right. and celebrations in unlikely spots. There's another one. So we had one talked about small town in Minnesota. We talked about small town in Arkansas that's having Danny Trejo be the parade leader. Irish legend Danny Trejo. <laughs> There's another one in... Where was this here? We were just talking about it off air. What did I... Oh, Savannah, Georgia. Yeah. So Savannah, Georgia has one of the biggest St. Patrick's Day parades in all of the U.S. In Savannah. Savannah, Georgia. And they're very famous for something that has happened during their parades. Apparently, it's encouraged that if you're watching the parade and you are overcome with excitement. With Irish pride. You run up and you kiss somebody who's a part of the parade. Somebody who's in the parade, you yeah. run up and you kiss them. Okay. This sounds very problematic. You're encouraging or at least allowing people to just sprint into the parade route and kiss folks? That's right. But they've said this year, for the first time ever, yeah. they're going to ban kissing from the St. Patrick's Day Savannah, Georgia parade. How do I feel if that ban's not going to be effective? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so pro- problematic. This is just how Savannah does things, eh? Apparently. <laughs> They've said this year there will be no you, running and kissing random strangers. You can't just barge in and kiss folks. <laughs> well, unless you're in Savannah, Georgia, in which case. What a weird tradition. Can you imagine us, like we're doing radio there. Be like, look, honey, I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to be in this parade. I got to go to the parade. And look, somebody may just approach me. I'm going to have to do it. See me barreling through the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> got to have one. <laughs> You should have seen Carl, the way his shoulders are just strutting. I wish anybody else could have seen the way your shoulders just, he was like, (laughs) it was like a rooster, just like, (laughs) I can't believe the move you just made. What? That's how I run. The way your shoulders just moved. I wish somebody else could have seen that. Just for you. That was weirdly erotic. (laughs) It's just like, wait. Slow motion run through the crowd. What? You're trying to run through the shallow end of a pool. (laughs) I gotta have them. I gotta have a kiss. (laughs) But anyway, Savannah, Georgia, they're not allowing that to happen this year. Still doing the parade, though? Uh, The parade will still be happening. But they're going to have to hold the the Carl Browns of the world back. Best of luck. Crashing into that parade route. You know I get a little kissy when I've had a couple. (laughs) He does, actually. He does. (laughs) The Golden Horseshoe hasn't seen Carl yet. Haven't been unleashed. It's true. Probably for the best. We've been in talks of, of different pub crawls. Yes. Maybe that's the time. 
That's the time you can see Carl do his rooster strut. <laughs> Anyways, if you have plans to go to Savannah, Georgia today for Watch the parade, out for just know. Barreling towards you, <laughs> lips first. The best. A couple of text messages saying Waterloo has a uh, St. Patrick's yeah. Day parade. Yeah. Uh, Lucan? Pukin and Lucan. Lucan, Ontario? I guess. Yeah. Kingston, when I lived there, because of the Queen's University, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be a parade, but St. Patrick's Day was pretty infamous for, like, the streets were packed yeah. with the Queen uh, students, yeah, right? Sure. Like, yeah. packed. I remember the one time, like, there was, they'd stole a boat from somebody, oh. and, like, it was like a little dinghy type uh-huh. thing, and there were so many people on the street, they crowd surfed it down the street with people in it. <laughs> madness. It was pure madness, man. We got a birthday shout out here. Yeah, so uh, said, "Hey boys, gonna get a quick shout out to my son's birthday today. His name is Brandon. It's his champagne birthday. Uh, seventeen years old today. Is that what seventeen is? Well, champagne. Birthday? Well, no, it's he's seventeen on the seventeenth. Oh, sorry, sorry. Right, I, yeah, I read you. So now. yours would be yours would have been when you were eight. Wasted. <laughs> Absolutely. Completely wasted. Uh, so uh, Brandon, that's from his brother. Uh, br- pardon me, his his dad, Brad. Yeah. So Brandon, shout out to you. Happy birthday, pal. Yeah. Uh, 17, what are you, they going out for a drink or yeah. maybe at home? Yeah, home, yeah. Do you sneak one? You know, we had a couple of beers left to us from a birthday boy yesterday. That's true. We, we should. Shout out for that or save it for later? Yeah, well, let, let me, I want to grab the note, so. Yeah, let's, let's do that. We'll do, do that, that after. in a few minutes, yeah. yeah. Well, let's get to open mic shortly. If you do want to get some questions in, something for Carlos, something for myself, something for Hits Nation. You need answers. You want answers. You want to give us answers. 977-977. Text them all in, and we'll get to open mic in about six minutes. Let me know. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> all right, 977-977. Time to get something off your chest. We got answers. You got questions, or maybe you have answers and you want to make us question it. Uh, Carl Brown, I've got some stuff on the Word Doc. As do I. What do you got? Where do you want to start? Start with this one. It's a full moon tonight on top of St. Patrick's Day. Who's winning in a fight? A werewolf or a leprechaun? A werewolf. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt. The leprechaun is what? Just fast? Well, they have tricks and stuff. I think they can, you know, move around them. But I don't think it outlasts the werewolf. I think it might. You ever see those leprechaun movies? Yeah. Like, like cheap yeah. horror movies, yeah, late yeah. 80s, early 90s? Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, those are bad. I still think the werewolf wins. Yeah. Yeah. Give yeah. me a werewolf in that fight. Uh, you're the modern day Noah. You've built the ark. You can only bring five animals on the ark to continue breeding. What five animals do you bring? Dogs, because dogs deserve to be here. Yep. Chickens, we need food. Mm-hmm. Cows, same reason, there's three. Pigs, there's four. Mm -hmm. Last one. Last choice. Oh, Mm. my God. Koalas. (laughs) Gotta have them. Gotta have them. Very productive members of society. Yeah. Yeah. Do you you disagree with any of those choices? I probably would have brought a horse. Oh. For transportation purposes. Instead of koalas? Yeah. It's a way better answer. Yeah. But it's really stepped in and helped me there. But you were on my same line of thinking with what are you going to need to- 
Survive in the new world. With Mike Tyson doing ear-shaped gummies. So if you miss it this morning, he's uh, got his uh, cannabis line. Yeah, he's doing uh, edibles yeah. in the shape of an ear with a little bite out of it to represent, of course, his... Uh, yeah. Is it 25 years now it's since the, the Holyfield thing? Yeah, 97? Yeah, yeah, 25. So with Tyson doing ear-shaped gummies, what other celebrity could do a career-shaped gummy? Fraser said, for example, slash top hat gummy. Okay. That's okay, that's, good. Yeah, that's interesting. Richard so, Gere, gerbil gummy. <laughs> really stuck on that, all right? <laughs> uh, if Gene Simmons wasn't such a narc, you could do a tongue gummy, <laughs> right? Yeah. But he's kind of a dink that way. Yeah, that's true. Um, St- think of, Steven Seagal, ponytail gummy. <laughs> trying to think in like, the world of rock, like who's got that real like classic, oh, I associate that with. Hmm. William Shatner, spaceship gummy. Oh, my. Yeah. This is him using his oh, gummy, obviously. <laughs> Holy hell. Oh my goodness. If you go to the uh if you go to the world of uh professional wrestling, Bret Hart could have little sunglasses gummies. Oh yeah, okay. The Viper Pit yeah, Viper kind yeah. of things. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> OJ with a glove. Oh, not bad. <laughs> Ozzy could do uh headless bats. There you go. Lance Armstrong, one testicle gummy. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, 977, 977. I want to read some more of those in a little bit. What is uh, What are some red flags that you're in a bad neighborhood? My wife and I are looking to buy our first house. Mm. What do you look for and not look for? Um, I would look at some signs. how do people like, go on going when it's like garbage day. Yeah. And see how long do people leave their bins, garbage bins, this and that, out it's a good and about. Opportunity. Uh, right now it's tough because the lawn, you know, isn't really mm-hmm. growing. You can't really manage it. But like in the summer, what neighbor lets the lawn get really out of control? You can let yeah. it go, but or you really let like it go? try and take some time, like take the dog for a walk through the neighborhood. Yeah, you know, to give you like go back. You get you look at the house, you look at the property, come back at a couple of different times on you know a Wednesday afternoon. And do a stroll through the surrounding streets and stuff. Come back on a Sunday. See what it's like. Mm. Give yourself a taste of what that neighborhood's like. Cruise through late night into Saturday. What are what do people's driveways look like? Yep. That's you know thing. the driveways that have just tons of garbage and mm-hmm. crap and stuff like that? Yeah. Probably a questionable neighbors. Probably. Just a guess. Gen I'm not trying to generalize yeah. too much here. Uh, if you could attend any sporting event in history. What could it, what would you have attended? So it's a sporting event that's already that's already happened. I believe that's what they're getting. At. I would have been at the Seahawks takedown of the Broncos Super Bowl, Super Bowl win. Yeah. I think yeah, just because it was such a blowout, there wasn't a lot of tension. You just drink beers, celebrate, be yeah. obnoxious. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. By the time Percy Harvin returned that kick to start the second half, I think I would have lost my mind. Am I privy to know what's going to happen? Let's say you don't. Let's I, say you put I don't your, know. No, let's say you put yourself back there and you're not aware. I don't know. Okay. Because you're you're a Sens fan. You're a Liverpool fan. Yeah. You're a you're a Cowboys fan. Do you yeah. go back to one of the Cowboys Super Bowls from the you know 90s or 80s? Yeah. Know? Does that have the same effect for you? Because it's not the modern era of guys yeah. that you followed. I'm pretty young at that point. They won their last Super Bowl. What is it? 95? Yeah, 96? I, yeah. So it, I you mean, I was yeah, yeah, I was seven when yeah. they won their last one. Yeah. I don't really remember it. So I don't know how well it would stick with me. I'm kind of leaning towards some massive UFC fight. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, 
I'm trying to think of like I don't know, John Jones, Alexander Gustafson have had, yeah. some, had a really good one. Sure. Some kind of like real barn burner of a fight. Yeah. With the crowd is just on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. The McGregor Aldo knockout would have been cool to be at. Like, yeah. Even though it was a short fight, just yeah. the, the the shock and awe. McGregor of the Diaz, the, yeah. the second one that goes all five rounds would yeah. probably be big. Maybe something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would like any World Cup final ever. Just because the stage is so huge. There's a Dan headbutt. Yeah. <laughs> Still want to know what he said. <laughs> uh, two more, two things here. Somebody said the Matt Soper gummy is just a really tiny gummy. <laughs> it's, just a, it's like a gummy bear, but it's a little dude. And then the other person said Tommy Lee gummy, but it's the largest gummy. <laughs> like a 500 milligram. Nine seven seven nine seven seven. You can text the show. I seem to recognize. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Carl, we both received a message last night. Yeah, that's true on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, from our dude. I think it was. I think it was the guy who left the message on the machine yesterday. Oh, I believe you are correct. I that think, does help we, now. Yeah, I think we can trace that. We had, we had a, a note on the machine yesterday. And said, uh, I'm making my way into the province of Ontario from the United States, and I want to leave you guys something at the White House of Rock. Right. I wish you would have said that before we started this. I would have played that <laughs> message back. The message was a little broken up from yesterday's machine. But either way, we said, okay, well, you know, you know where we are, yeah. so come find us. I got a note last I night. I found it. You got it? It was this, Go yeah. for it. It was this. Oh. Hey, guess what? Uh-huh. Computer's frozen. Didn't Beautiful. work. All right. Yep. Anyways, read the note. I'll restart the <laughs> stupid thing. Oh, my God. I got a note uh, yesterday. It said, uh, uh, it's from, is it uh, Scott Nicky on, on Instagram? Yeah, Scott Nicky is yeah. uh, Instagram there. And uh, it said, no, you guys aren't there. Where can I leave something? We gave him a little hiding spot. He, he stashed uh, something for us. Stayed there overnight? It did stay there overnight, and we were able to pick up the package this morning. Do you got the note that he left for us? Yeah, so he put, he put it in a weatherproofing bag. Yeah, right? heavy duty. Um, said to Matt Soper and Carl Brown. So I opened it up, mm-hmm. uh, and it says, I understand you may not understand the significance of these two Labatt 50s. <laughs> There's two cans of Labatt 50 in there. In a weatherproof bag. That's right. But these are a part of the first six-pack of beer I have ever purchased as a 19-year-old American. <laughs> so he came up. I would assume it was just his 19th birthday. Yeah. He purchased his first ever six-pack. That's right. Says I hope to deliver some other goodies at some point. I've got some artwork oh. that I have done. Very cool. But enjoy these two, and then yeah, at shot Nikki on uh, <laughs> uh, on Instagram. So I don't know if it was like it, it must be very recently his birthday. I would think so. But nineteen, of course, drinking age is twenty one in the U.S. But you want to? You've turned nineteen. You're close enough to the border. You want to be able to go into a store legally buy a six pack of beer. So this is his first legal six pack he ever bought, and he thought kind enough to leave us a couple. So we're having a six pack with him. All right. Shot first. Shot Nikki. Happy belated birthday. Yep. Whatever you know. I assume it was yesterday or sometime this past weekend. Sometime in the recent. History. You know, I I didn't really because you know, growing up in Ontario, it's always a big thing of you go to Quebec when you turn eighteen. Yeah, because Quebec that's a drinking age. Sure, didn't really think about how you know if you're in like the Buffalo, mm-hmm. you know, the lower New York kind of area. Yeah. I guess you're like, yeah, 
I'm going over to the falls. I'm going over. I'm going over. I'm getting gun. Yeah, because I can finally. Uh, yeah. I, I, I didn't really. I didn't really put that together quite like how Canadians will do that and go to Quebec and That's right. and try not to get into bar scraps with Quebecers. <laughs> Same thing might happen there. So, uh, shot Nikki. I Thanks, will say bud. huge thank you to you. Also, next time. Hit us up for some recommendations because Labat Fifty should not have yeah, been. It's his first sixer. Well, that's true, right? Well, you got to. There's levels to these things. Ask us for recommendations, and next time we'll get you a better six we'll pack. Help you okay. CHTZ and iHeart Radio Station proudly serving Niagara. Sam Roberts, one of the bands that will be at uh, Born and Raised. Yeah, over the Canada Day weekend, we'll have more tickets giveaway. It's around 9 o'clock, so uh, and tickets do go on sale today at about 10 o'clock. Keep that in mind. We keep saying we think this is probably going to be a sold-out show. Yeah. If you want tickets, I'd get them now. I have no idea what capacity looks safe. like for this thing. Just I mean, we all know the footprint of Montebello Park. It's mm-hmm. not the biggest piece of land in the yeah. world, so I'm curious to see, man. Yeah, man. So uh, 9 o'clock today, we'll have more tickets giveaway. We were giving a shout out to Scott Nicky, we believe might yeah, be his name. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I only know what his Twitter handle. That's Birthday so boy. Yeah. Uh, he uh, lives in the States. Just turned 19. That's came right. up to Canada to buy his first ever legal six pack of beer. He's a good dude, a loyal listener. He, uh, he yeah. ordered some underwear back in the uh, back yep. during that campaign. So we got to give him a shout out there. And uh, wanted to share a couple of beers with us from that six-pack. So, Scott, appreciate it, buddy. I did reach out to see exactly when his birthday was. Mm-hmm. Uh, over on Line 29, though, you can give him a call anytime, 905-688-9797. Uh, you wanted to discuss the legalities of crossing back over the border? Would it be, like, extra because he's huh. underage in, in the States? That's think? a good question. Uh, Carl, so, like, so like if he had a buddy driving him across, but he's he's pretty lubed up in the passenger seat. Yeah, and comes back. Yeah, I don't think he's underage drinking, technically. Yeah, but he didn't do it in their country. So I don't know if you have any, like, he's not in public. He's in a private vehicle. Yeah. So I don't think there's any, I don't think there'd be any recourse unless he was being, like, out Belligerent? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if he's puking at the border, maybe. <laughs> but if he's just, you know, peacefully yeah. drunk... I don't think you can do anything about it. You how how old are you, man? I'm uh, 28. 28. Do you right now? This would have been a bit ago, but do you remember the first legal drink that you got? Oh God, do I ever! What was it? It was a tequila sunrise, uh, Tabasco sauce, and tequila in one shot glass. Yeah. Oh man! And it was horrible. Yeah. Italy. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Why yeah. is it that when we like? We become legal. We're like, oh, I got to get the craziest drink ever. It's got to be crazy. It has to be a challenge. Absolutely. And I hung out with a bit of an older crowd, so they were ready. They knew it was coming up, and they were ready to uh, properly welcome me in. Yeah, like, for, I, I don't know about you, Carl, but mm-hmm. with, with my group of friends, when we were 18, 19, and, and getting into bars and whatnot, it was this, like, I have to get the grossest drink ever. I have yeah. to spend $10 and get the grossest drink for my friend because yeah. screw him. Like, what, what? We always used cement to do mis- mixer, cement mixers. Prairie, That's, the Prairie Fire was ugh. a popular one. The Rocky Mountain Bear mm. lover. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The it's, cement mixer was the one that yeah. we did. Is it because, like, at that age, you just don't know, like, what a, like, what a good shot of alcohol is to purchase? Yeah. 
Like, I don't know. Like, it seems boring. Just go, oh, can I just get like a shot of vodka or like a shot of tequila? A shot of whiskey. So you go and get whatever. Like, I, I'm sure at 19, I did not have a preferred liquor of choice. You know oh, what I, I mean? It was the cheapest. Yeah. That's what, when yeah. I was 19. It was like, what is your cheapest yeah. bottle of I was, beer? Yeah, I was drinking, you know, Beef Eater and Five Alive, <laughs> calling it gin and juice. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> Beef Eater and Five Alive. <laughs> <laughs> Deli Sink. Uh, by the way, there's uh, some Labatt's 50 defenders in the oh, text yeah. box. Someone said, always the coldest beer in the fridge. Uh, somebody said the next time this guy comes across, you got to take him to the downer. Yeah, that's what we should have done <laughs> next so, time. Another texture says the gentleman of the beer store saw how bewildered the young man was and said, can I recommend our finest ale, good sir? <laughs> another text here uh, says, Americans love Labatt's products so much. My buddy from Lancaster loves uh, Blue or Blue Light 50 Western New York, man. Big Labatt supporters. Really? And uh, another one here says, 50 is awesome. It's all I drink all day. And yes, I take a ton of crap for it, but it's what I drink. That's Jeremy from Milton. Oh. Now, I do think, as you're coming over to visit as an American, when you think of Canadian beer, you think of, like, Molson and Labatt are the names that come growing through in your, into your brain, I yeah. would think. I agree with that. I would think. And so. Labatt, I think, maybe is top even of the, more, even top more of the so. chart. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So I don't expect him to know the ins and outs of the you know yeah, beautiful craft brewing scene that we've cultured here in southern Ontario. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, have a Labatt 50. Go for it. You can get Miller High Life at home. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You can get a six-pack of Miller Lite at home. Get your buddies to pop in See, and See, I think of Budweiser you. when I think of American beer. Sure, yeah. I think Budweiser, yeah, Budweiser and Miller of. are probably the two that jump to mind. Yeah. Yeah, for me. Yeah. Either way, shout out to him. I'm, I, I, we will have a Labatt 50 I was going to say, I'm sir. dogging Labatt 50 more as a joke. I do appreciate the fact he shared his first six-pack with us. And I just don't crave oh, a beer right. at 7.15, but I will have this today. <laughs> what if I, if I had green dye? Would that have helped for today? If you would have had some green food coloring and we would have greened these bad boys up, I think legally we would have had to yeah, take them. That's yeah, that's totally yeah. Okay, we're going to get to today's machine, Thursday edition of The Machine. It's coming up in less than 10 minutes. Matt Soper, Carl Brown, The Soper and Brown Show. Right. Lincoln Park, 977, Hits FM, Soper and Brown Show. Let's go. Welcome to Machine. 905-682-9797. Give the machine a, machine a call anytime. And this machine, machine is brought to you by OMG Cleaning Services. You can see some of the projects that Anthony and his team take on on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for OMG Cleaning Services. I, almost, I think I was about to say McKean. McKean? I started like, swallowing like, my tongue. Like ex Makina? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's start with this. Well, boys, mm-hmm. I'm listening to your um, playlist here. Mm-hmm. There's something seriously wrong with these. I love it. <laughs> The iHeartRadio Soap and Rump playlist. Is streaming silently on my computer right now. Uh, Bad Boy for Life, currently playing. Bad Boy. <laughs> I heard from somebody this morning who said, yeah, they put it on yeah. yesterday mm-hmm. when they went to work. Left. Just did the same thing yeah. as they headed left off to work. On. Caitlin this morning said she left it streaming on her iPad overnight. <laughs> my wife did it at work yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. Again, we are trying to win this competition, trying to destroy every other morning show yeah. across the country. Yes. And so far, I think we're off to a hot, hot start. I think so. Again, iHeartRadio, there's a Soper and Brown playlist. You can search it. You can ask me for the link. I'll give it to you. Follow it, stream it, share it, spam it, cheat, cheat, cheat. Make sure you hit that follow button. Yep. I want six months from now 
the highest person up at Bell to have to get on a call and say, this playlist with Annie Lennox and and William Shatner for this rock station is winning. Is winning. Is absolutely killing you guys. Yeah. What are they doing right? And what are we not doing right? Appreciate your help. Yeah. Thank you. Also, the playlist... Well, I kind of kicked. Yeah, the playlist is excellent. It's too. a love letter to the to this show. And a few people have said, "Oh, you're missing this. You're missing that." Look, there's some things that I just straight up could not get on there, and there's some things that I've asked if I can add. So it may be a a growing list, hopefully. Before this next one, let me just. Uh... Hey boys, it's Big Bill finished one of those uh, left-handed cigarettes again. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a question for you. Do you know the difference? Between a tuna and a piano, you can tune a piano, but you can't piano a tuna. First of God, all, God, he's right. Don't tell me what I can piano. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I'm gonna, so my uh, my buddy Jeff, who created the Honk Master sixty nine thousand for uh-huh, us, yeah. out of the the fire extinguisher. Mm-hmm. I bet you he could uh, piano a tuna. I think he could. You know, I think he could. Jeff is is quite the engineer. Yeah. And if there's anybody I trusted to install a playable keyboard into a huge tuna fish, I trust Jeff. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, look at the size of this bad boy. You can put a piano in that Holy! Thing, right? That's a big-ass tuna. Tunas are huge, man. You can put a piano in that. Hell yeah. Jeff could put a piano in that. Jeff. Air Fryer Brad wanted to call. How's it going, boys? Hey, Air Brad. Fryer Brad. What's up, bud? I will take that Cotton Eye Joe challenge, and I will beat that like a red-headed stepchild. Oh! I'll listen to it for four hours while dancing, doing free jigs, wearing a Keswicky and dinner jacket. Hell, I'll even smack Carl's ass while I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, for one, I'm staying inside. I don't want any part of this challenge. Yeah, yeah. What is it? A Keswickian dinner jacket? Is yes, that a, yeah. Is that a flannel or what is that? I think it's a flannel. Is that a flannel? I is think that, so. Is that like my red flannel with the hood? I think you have a Keswickian. Everybody say, oh, I would just dance the entire time. You're going to be sitting in a car by yourself. Trust me, the dancing is going to get old. Yeah, I. You can dance for the Facebook live stream if you like. I am so curious. Tomorrow, around seven o'clock, we're going to kick off this uh, Cotton Eye Joe challenge. So many big talkers saying, "Ah, this wouldn't be so bad." Yeah. I cannot wait to see when we're they're two hours in. My hope how is how are they doing? My hope is that it extends past the length of the show, so that you and I get to go out and join for the last hour or so and yeah. see exactly how this thing plays out. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, yeah, just after 7 o'clock, make sure you watch that Facebook page. That'll be we'll Eric, and, Eric and Chase will be here to take part in that. Somebody wanted to give a call about the weather. Carl Brown, the weather boy, needs to warn me about some uh, fog that I can barely see a kilometer in front of me. I was not prepared for this. <laughs> we didn't get to the fog early enough yesterday, yeah. is what he's saying. Yeah, we should have had that out a little earlier. It's uh, it's it's as thick or maybe even thicker today. Like it, it's Obviously, it's lightened up a bit now, but this morning when I was driving to get you, holy. Look, Carl Brown, the weather boy, it's a fine line. Because if it was up to Carl, he would talk about the weather yeah. every single time we we'd crack a, the mic. We'd have a full break every morning. Like it's, It is seriously a fine line. I have to keep this guy on a leash. <laughs> The guy, he would talk weather 24-7. Yeah. If he, it's in his blood. It's how he started in radio. It's very interesting he, to he me. He can't help himself. So it's my favorite part of living here. I don't know if you want it all the time. No. I'm telling you. No. So. There's a reason we work together. <laughs> yeah. I'm best in doses. <laughs> uh, guitar Dude wanted to give a call. Guitar Dude. Guitar Dude. 
I've got a new song for you. This song's called the 97.7's Bridge. Oh. <laughs> How long is that soy sauce going to sit in there? Uh, for a while. I should probably get rid of it. I guess so. I don't think anybody's going to use soy sauce that's in a container. No. Is it next to the pizza? Yes. Let them live harmoniously together. <laughs> Put it in the pizza box. Yeah. Would it soften up the pizza? <laughs> Somebody said, can Carl just start doing the weather and turn into the Soper and a Lenny show? Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Uh Playlist. We just talked about the iHeartRadio playlist. We did. Another call from about that. Oh, my God, boys. It's Pigeon Mike here. I am listening to your uh, playlist here. It is bloody hilarious. I am now rocking out at a bus stop to donkey roll, and a drunk chick is dancing. <laughs> Not well, but she is dancing. <laughs> you love to see it. Yeah. The Soper and Brown iHeartRadio playlist, bringing people together. Yes. <laughs> the donkey roll. I was so happy that was in there. I know, I couldn't oh, believe man. it. Okay, let's finish with this text landline. Forget what sound does a dinosaur make. How did they mate? I want to see dinosaur sex. Dinosaur me daddy dino. <laughs> the, close, the best we got for you is turtle sex. Sorry. That's the closest thing we got for you. Oh, did they? What, dinosaurs? Yeah. I think, you know, in the traditional way. Like the doggy type mm-hmm. way? So should it be called dinosaur? Dinosaur position. It was first. Yeah. It was came before dog. That's fair. That's fair. Is it out there? What do you mean? The information? I don't know. Do you want right. to look into it? You know what? I would like is you to Google for, uh, Carl Brown, the science guy. Let me look. All right, that's coming up. 905-682-9797. Call the machine anytime. The best. Brown, Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Brown, we got a uh, text to the machine. I'm going to play it for you again really quickly for everybody who missed it. Forget what sound does a dinosaur make. How do they mate? I want to see dinosaur sex. Mm. Dinosaur me daddy dino. Dinosaur me daddy dino. Now, I, I believe that is because during open mic yesterday, yeah. one of the questions came in and it said, I want you to imitate a sound the dinosaur a dinosaur definitely didn't make. It Something was like that. Trying yeah. to joke around and make us, you know, what, what would be funny if a dinosaur made this sound? And I believe that's where that text came from. But they do pose a great question of how did dinosaurs mate? So. It's that Carl Brown, the science guy. Carl Brown, the science guy. Carl Brown, the science guy. So I did a little bit of digging, Mm. and my initial thoughts, I think, were fairly correct. You've got to look to the closest thing we have to a modern-day relative to try and get an idea. Uh, From an article here, this is from the Smithsonian Online Magazine, everything you wanted to know about dinosaur sex. And there's a lot. <laughs> now, one thing when it comes to the fossilization, they say soft tissue preservation, very rare. No one has yet discovered an exquisitely preserved dinosaur 
with its reproductive organs intact. Mm. So in terms of basic mechanics, it is best to study dinosaur sex and look at the animal's closest as his living relatives. I'm going to be honest with you, and this is shocking for me because I am so curious when it comes mm-hmm. to sexual things. I have never thought about this until just this morning. Yeah, I don't know if I spent a lot of time on it either. But I need to know. Keep going. Dinosaurs share a common ancestor with alligators and mm-hmm. crocodiles more than 250 million years ago, as well as modern birds, the living descendants of dinosaurs akin to the velociraptor. Mm. Therefore, best to surmise that in terms of anatomical structures present in both birds and the crocodilians... <laughs> The reproductive organs of both groups generally similar. Males and females both have a single opening. We've talked about this. The right. cloaca, the all-in-one hole. Right. It's a dual-use organ for sex and uh, <clears throat> excretion. Oh. Male birds and crocodilians have the penis that emerges from the cloaca to deliver the uh, the goods. Dinosaur sex very likely followed the insert tab A into slot B game plan. That is from the Smithsonian Online Magazine. So it's from it's a from behind thing, or is it on their sides? I, I don't know exactly the mechanics of where the approach was from, but in terms of A into B, it is that. It's not like an egg thing. I mean, they would spray the They eggs. would typically lay okay, eggs lay afterwards, eggs. but no, it's not like a salmon thing where there's a bash of eggs yeah. and you swing by and have a little. Yeah. <laughs> Wish you would have seen Carl's hand gesture. Oh yeah. But you don't know if crocodiles are a side-by-side. I I bet I'd have a better chance of finding video of that if you'd like me to dig into it. I would like you to really quickly. I did. So I also was like, oh, do we need some kind of like dinosaur song to follow this up? I did find, if I type in into our our archives here, I found two things that say dinosaurs. You you did. You typed in dinosaur and there's two options here. One. You are a massive Metallica fan. I am, yes. Do you know what this is? It says, Lars Ulrich, the dinosaur who pooped Christmas. <laughs> From the BBC. Do you know what this is? I have no idea what this is. Are you are you gonna risk a are you gonna risk a live play here? I think I should play it. All right, let's see. From high in the sky, Santa looked down below. The house is all cozy and covered in snow. It's just him reading Where a book? Snoozers were snoozing, tucked up in their beds, whilst dreaming the most festive dreams in their heads. <laughs> but one- Shut up, Lars. Shut up, Lars. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? Uh, for your interest here, yep. crocodiles typically made underwater. The male will grasp the female, often from the side. No way. There you go. Side-by-side lovers. That's the best alignment. So if we're waging a guess. If we're waging a guess, it is the traditional A into B and perhaps a side-by-side approach. I just imagine the behind thing with the tail would be I know. hard. Think of the Stegosaurus. All those plates. Very difficult. Yeah. I know. But I really don't think a dinosaur is getting on its back. I don't think so either. Not willingly. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Sometimes the animal kingdom can be a little rough. Yeah. Very interesting. I'm glad we delved into this. Carl Brown, the science guy. Carl Brown, the science guy. Carl Brown, the science guy. Southern Ontario's best rock. Soper and Brown Show, it's 97.7 Hits FM. There are so many text messages about dino sex in the text box right now. (laughs) Who would have known a little machine message would send us down... uh, 
send us down this path. Again, they were curious about dino mating habits. Mating habits. And, and I, I said to you just a few minutes ago, I don't know why, but I had never, legitimately never yep. given it thought until this morning. It's kind of like the wheels and doors thing. I never really thought about it until somebody brought it to us. But now I'm so, so curious. <laughs> you looked up gators and, and, and crocodiles, and yeah. they like are a side-by-side underwater that type thing. typically seems to be the best lineup, at least for their cloaca. Somebody said, so does that mean side-by-side? Are we officially calling it dino style? That's fair. You know, for one day only, I'm just going to bring this back. It is gator mating season. Uh, one is, day only. I think it is officially. One day it only. It is officially. I, another person said, guys, reverse cowgirl is the only way. <laughs> and I started picturing dinosaurs <laughs> doing that. <laughs> I'm telling you. I can't unpicture it now. Somebody said dinosaur pileup is probably the best song to play <laughs> and the most accurate representation of exactly how this looked. Somebody said there's a T-Rex mating exhibit. Is there? Apparently in Spain. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, how you? How do you really know? I think we're guessing. <laughs> right? Yeah. No. Somebody just sent me a link. Oh, you know what? Let's go ahead and open this. Yeah. Here. Absolutely. Why not? Hey. I think you're guessing though. Let's go ahead and just paste that right into a browser and not even think twice about it. I hope it's Rick Astley. Let's see. <laughs> That'd be so funny if it was. It belongs in a museum. Two Tyrannosaurus going at it. Look at this. What, okay, what what way? Are they side by side? No. They're so, behind. Really? Yes. How do you get past the tail? Uh, I don't know. How do you do that with your short arms? You know? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. How do you... Let me see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It isn't... Wait, wait. Show me. Well, let me see again. Uh-huh. What? We'll share the link for those in the text box. I'll pass I'm not it. kidding you. You need to see that. <laughs> There's no way that's real. No, it's just a setup from a... It's very funny. It is funny. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> that wasn't it? That was not it. <laughs> that is so much more graphic than I expected it yeah. to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's just bones, but yeah. But it's really, yeah, I know, really sexual. <laughs> Somebody had fun setting that up. Yeah, do that for a Halloween display, maybe. <laughs> Front yard. <laughs> wow. Sober and Brown. Sober and Brown. Ninety-seven-seven hits FM. <laughs> yeah, somebody said that uh, we're looking at the dinosaur-style stuff, dinosaur yeah. mating. Uh-huh. Somebody said, "Well, you just got to go talk to Littlefoot. That's what you got to do." Oh, is that guy? Yeah. I talked to Lilfoot's mom, but she's dead. R.I.P. To a real one. To a legend. Yeah. All right. I have had this post sent to me. I So yesterday, <laughs> I six different people sent this over right. to me. And I hope he's listening right now so he can clarify what's, sure. what's going on I'm here. sure he is. Uh, last Friday, we had Ryan from mm-hmm. Hamilton show up in the back parking lot of the White House of Rock. Yes, it was round one That's of right. what would you do for $1,000. And uh, oh, we filled the back of Ryan's 2018 Dodge Ram pickup with sand mm-hmm. and beach toys and <laughs> beach Six balls. Six different and bags of sand. Ton, tons of stuff. Shells, little sea creatures, yeah. all into the back seat there. Ryan dealt with it, kept it for the whole weekend, and then on Tuesday, he got in touch with our buddy Anthony from OMG Cleaning Services. Do you want the actual, hold on. Yeah. What would you do for 
thousand bucks. Don't forget round two tomorrow. Uh-huh. Cod and I, Joe Challenge, of course, we've given details on that throughout the week. Now, I believe on Tuesday, uh, Ryan and Anthony got together and cleared the sand out of the backseat OMG cleaning service using their, uh, you know, uh, access to Lord knows what mm-hmm. to make this backseat look great. And I saw pictures of the finished job. Backseat looked brand new. Oh, it looked incredible. Looked awesome. So... Six different people. And you do you get the sent to you as well? I got it once or twice as well, yeah. Said, boys, check out what's on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> Listed a day ago in St. Catharines, beach sand. Yeah. Followed by pictures of that we took the, the of back. the sand all over the back of Ryan's car. The price for this beach sand? Yes. $851. <laughs> <laughs> now is that just in case Ryan wants it back? Is, uh, is that the going rate? Yeah, maybe. I mean, he got paid eight hundred and fifty to have his car filled. Oh man! So um, <laughs> this sand is uh, available to be purchased on Facebook Marketplace. There you go. Uh, <laughs> this guy, that's funny. That's, that's, that's he didn't funny. tell us he was going to do this. No, I did as as a as a bit of a prank post. That's that's pretty darn funny. I assume. Now I don't know how Anthony at OMG does this. Yeah, I assume he shop backed it up. Well, it was my understanding that he actually took the truck to a beach area to spread the sand. Like once he cleared all the shells and the toys and everything out of there. Yeah, and so very shop backed, and then and then. Left it at the beach, from my understanding. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I think we're going to take his truck to a sandy beach to do the cleaning so that the sand can, you know, find a natural home. Go home? Because what else do you do with it? Uh, Throw it away? I don't know. (laughs) It's like uh, Happy Gilmore when he says he snapped a rake, but he put it back in the forest so it can be with his friends. That's right. (laughs) So, all right. Well, hey, um, maybe he'll go back and... This is rarefied sand. I mean... Oh, yeah. It was in the carriage house of the White House of Rock. It was handled by Jonathan. While wearing red snow pants. (laughs) That's right, inside out. So... He broke the zipper on those snow pants while uh handling that sand. Uh Uh-huh. It's no wonder it's worth... Historical. (laughs) $851. Does it come... uh, I can't see in the posting, but Uh does it come with the sand toys? Oh, that's... uh, The beach ball? Yeah, I would hope that... The seashells? I hope that's all included. It's all part of the package. Just uh, if you are in the uh, in the market for sand that was once in the White House of Rock, mm-hmm. uh, head to the uh, Facebook Marketplace right now and just type in beach sand. That uh, should be the first thing that pops up, Carl. <laughs> Soper and Brown Show, it's 97.7, Hits FM, it's 8.20, St. Patrick's Day. We are talking a little bit it about is. it earlier, uh, different uh, St. Patrick's Day parades. You know, Waterloo is going to have mm-hmm. a St. Patrick's Day parade if you're looking for something in the Ontario area. There's lots in the States, lots more in the States, and really just some random ones like Arkansas has is a it, massive one. Savannah, Georgia has yeah. a, huge, uh, a huge parade. Of course, Massachusetts, as you could well imagine. Yeah, has of course, a, Massachusetts, uh, Chicago, yeah. New York. They, they've got big ones like that. Uh, but then, yeah, the the other smaller ones. And, and there was also this company that's just started up that is expecting to do really well today. They are renting out inflatable bars. So this would be similar in setup to like a bouncy castle, but yeah. it would set up like an Irish bar where you could, I would assume, like put stools inside and yep. drink with the vibe of... 
St. Patrick's Day, but on an inflatable something? It's so yeah, the 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 bar like the there's a yeah. uh, the big square is inflatable, then there's an actual bar in there, gotcha. but then off to the side is also a bouncy castle. Which bouncy castles are a lot of fun, even as an adult. Of course. But I just feel like the mix of beer and Bouncy Castle <laughs> is a recipe for disaster, isn't it? What's worse than, you know, cheap bar food, some heavy beer, then you shake it all up? I just think those things are going to need to be... <laughs> now, I'm sure the spray down of it is a little easier than, say, them puking in a carpet. Okay, yep, that's fair. But still, you puke in it once, I mean, it's game over. No one's mm. using the Bouncy Castle anymore. Yeah, hose down. Deflate, tuck it away. You ruined it for everybody. Yeah, that's kind of my thought. But yeah. either way, that's something that's going on in the States. Uh, obviously, Guinness, the most popular beer of choice on today's day. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just green draft, but typically Guinness. Um, and there's somebody in the text box was messen- messaging us earlier mm-hmm. saying, do you boys know how to pour a proper Guinness? In terms of like make sure they have the right amount of heads on there and that yeah, kind of thing. When it's a really slow pour. Yeah. It's like it's over it takes over two minutes. If you do it to pour a right proper to the yeah, letter, yes. Yeah. Pour a proper Guinness. But reading a story this morning of a woman in the States who has gone viral because she has a phobia of Guinness. Does she? Said when she was a kid. A phobia how? Her parents were having a party of some sort. Mm -hmm. She was running too fast, bumped a table, and a pint of Guinness poured all over her. Ever since then, she is terrified of it. Said it's too thick, doesn't like the look of it, and refuses to handle it. Her job? Well, she's a server at a bar. Oh, boy. She... You just take take today off? If anybody orders Guinness, she cannot serve it to them. So somebody else she pours. asks somebody else. Somebody else drops it off the table. She can approach the table while someone's drinking it and get through it, I guess, but as long as she doesn't have to handle it. Doesn't even it. like getting close to it. What a weird thing. She actually takes every March 17th off. Yeah. Does not work on this day because obviously the Guinness is flowing. Wow. What an odd... Yeah, you know, we talk about odd phobias and that kind of stuff, and obviously... Those childhood traumatic moments stick with you. But like a beer dropped on Is it you. about the Guinness or did somebody yell at you? Yeah. Right? You know, and I just, I, I literally just learned this as somebody in the text box alerted me. Um, St. Patrick's Day marks a, a public holiday in Newfoundland. Is it? They take the nearest Monday to St. Patrick's Day uh, off as a holiday. No. So Monday, the, I guess Monday was what, the 14th this week? It was actually a holiday. It wouldn't be this coming up Monday? It says here, St. Patrick's Day 2022 in Newfoundland and Labrador uh, is Thursday, March 17th. The public holiday date was Monday, March the 14th. Look up radio jobs in Newfoundland. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? Do they take outsiders like us? I don't know. What? Yeah, so they take the, the Monday off prior. And everyone just get, would you get, does that mean you get hammered on the Sunday or you get hammered on the Monday? Because you'd have to work Tuesday. It's a little bit tough, isn't it? Yeah. I guess you do the Sunday. Probably. Use the Monday for recovery. Yeah. Have a couple light ones, maybe. It's kind of like American Thanksgiving. Yeah. They really party on the Wednesday night. The Wednesdays become prime time. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, interesting. I did not know that. I, I, first, today I learned. If you just said true or false, you know, Newfoundland, mm-hmm. I just said false. Texter from Guelph sent that in. Thank you. From Guelph? From Guelph. Wow. Apparently the hug business in Guelph is booming. <laughs> wow. Also, this uh, Guinness phobia, do you think this is one of those classic, like, 
just wants March 17th off, so she's come up with this story. <laughs> Probably, like, absolutely in love with the St. Patrick's Day celebrations. Yeah. Takes a day off every year. Yeah, it comes up with, like... And yeah, that's a great chance to overcome your fears. Sit down and have one. Yeah. You could do it. She said, you could do it. She said it's too thick. Come on. It's not even that thick. As a stout. Like, come I, on. I would say, I would say it's certainly an acquired taste at first. I think when you're first learning about more. drinking. I crush two right now. Oh, I do. I would do it so fast. Oof. But I'm saying when you're a kid and yeah. you see it, I think sure. you go, oh, that's kind of weird. As soon as you dip your toe in, though. Mm-hmm. After it. All right. We going to Newfoundland today or what? <laughs> Let's go. The best. We just got a text from somebody who's from Newfoundland Labrador. Mm-hmm. They said, we don't need an excuse to drink. But St. Patrick's Day is a pretty good one, and usually people do get after it. Somebody said, uh, come on down. I'll screech you guys in. <laughs> I've been screeched. Have you? Yes, I have. Really? Yes. Where were you screeched? My uncle, my uncle Pete, is uh, is proudly from Newfoundland and uh, brought a bottle of screech to my grandfather's 70th birthday we threw like a surprise birthday for him yeah and he and had the cod too I ended up I, I didn't get the cod i did eat some pickled herring on the day so if that counts and then i drank screech around the table playing cards later Ooh. and then yeah it was a tough morning side note uh-huh. why are all uncles named pete <laughs> i have the greatest collection of uncle names dan pete mike those are so. There's such are, uncle names. Those are all uncle. Add Paul to Paul, the list. Yeah, Paul. I have I an have, uncle. Paul. I have Paul as well. Yeah, I both have Pauls. Yeah. yeah, those are the. You couldn't find a better collection. They're the most generic uncle, uncle names. names. Yeah, it's like you're just sitting there, right? You're like, oh, uh-huh. hey, uh, my name's Calvin, and then all of a sudden your sister has a kid. Yeah. Oh my God, my name's Paul now. <laughs> Sorry, I'm George. When the hell did that happen? How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm George. <laughs> your wallet becomes very massive. Whoa. I can't even sit on it. Get some New Balance shoes. Start double dipping your chips. I just have this urge to go mow the lawn and get very drunk and uh, then tell, hey, hey, go here. Let me tell you a story. Somebody said my screech uh, experience does not count. No, I don't think does it does. It doesn't count? I don't think it does. All you got to right. kiss the cod. All right. You have to. I can't eat a pickled herring and then drink the screech. No. I kept it down. What kind of Dollarama screech experience were you having? <laughs> it felt pretty authentic. Thank you. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. we got to get to Carl versus the world in 10 minutes. Southern Ontario's Best Rock and the Silver and Brown Show. That text message came in and said, Brown, yep. heard you say yesterday you're going to wear shorts. Did you do it? Let you be the judge. Look at them calves on the brown. You hear that slap? That's me slapping my that's, calf. That's Carl's exposed calf. Yeah, I committed to it, man. I said yeah. yesterday I was wearing them. It's a, hell, it's a cold start this morning. Was not enough to scare me off of the warming trend this afternoon. 17. So I am in shorts. I'm proud of it. I'm looking forward to it, man. I need oh, a little yeah. sun on my body. Yeah, you said you gotta you gotta soak up a little vitamin D here today. You're gonna get out on the out on the patio and I'm soaking up that vitamin D. Yeah. I'm gonna one. get you gonna get a little book. I does I'm just gonna be on the deck. Yeah. With green beer, yeah, all day. Something to read, maybe. <laughs> I don't want the kids run around. I don't care what happens. Get what happens from there. I just want to be on the deck. Yep. Uh, all right, we got $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto Max draw. Carl versus the world. We're doing marketplace prices, right? If you want to battle him. I don't think I've won this week. Yeah, hard I to say. I think I'm three. I think you might be. Yeah. 905-688-9797. Give us a call if you want to play. We'll take caller six and caller nine right now. 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 It's time. It's time for Carl versus the world on 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Brown. 
0 for 3 on the week. I think so, yeah. And I'll tell you, Dave, Dave and Cayuga, <laughs> he was very upset that you're playing for him today. <laughs> He's been terrible this week. That's what he said. Dave, I'm trying my best. <laughs> These people value their crap in weird ways. Dave, Carl's not here, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Dave is on hold. He's waiting, but looking to take you down. The fourth person this week to take Carl down. It's Mike in St. Catharines. Mike, good morning, buddy. How you doing today? Fantastic. You guys? Fantastic as well, brother. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. looking like a nice day out there, and we'd love to make you a millionaire tomorrow night. That'd be great. Uh, $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto Max draw. Are you uh, at work, at home? What are you doing right now? I'm uh, relaxing. Relaxing? I like that. <laughs> how, how, how many uh, pints of green beer have you consumed this morning? <laughs> it is 5 o'clock somewhere. Yeah, out of boy. Get out. If you win, you celebrate with a Guinness, okay? Oh, yeah. I have random items that I found on either Facebook Marketplace, Kijiji. These are real items. I'm going to give you two prices. One of them is a real price. The other I have made up. You're looking for the real price. Make sense? Yep. Okay. You want to go first or second? I'll go first. Going first. Okay. Kicking it off. Uh, first item is, it says, my brother. <laughs> and in the description says, hate my brother. Want him out of the house? You take him. Is he listed at? $50 or $100. Now, I can tell you. Does it matter? Do you want to know what he looks like? <laughs> he looks, um, he's got actually long red hair and looks to be about, I would say, 16 years old, roughly. What was the price again? I the second one. Uh, $50 or $100. Uh, do the 50 That is correct. It's a, it's a motivated seller. $50. Uh, Carl. Yep. Approximately 20 carpenter ants that I have trapped. <laughs> you have to get them out of the trap yourself. $30 or $50? Oh. <laughs> uh, $50. $50 is incorrect. <laughs> Mike. Yeah. Selling one fart can. Put this on your car, and it will sound like your car is farting. $5 or $55? $5. Is incorrect. All right. $55 I got a chance here. Uh, Carl. Yep, ready to go. Wanted man who looks exactly like Lou Ferrigno. Don't ask why. We'll pay. One dollar or a hundred and twenty dollars. Hundred and twenty bucks for the Hulk look alike. Is incorrect. What? Incorrect. Come on. Just a buck. Uh, all right. Well, Mike, get this correct, man, and you're going home a winner. Okay. Sassy sandwich seductress. Watch me eat sandwiches seductively. You must provide me with sandwiches. And then on top of that, is it $10 to watch her consume the sandwich or $39 to watch her consume the sandwich? I, I got a lot of feedback there. I, I didn't really get it. Okay. All right. Are you listening? <laughs> okay. One more time. Sassy sandwich seductress. Watch me eat sandwiches seductively. You must provide me with the sandwiches. Then is it $10 per sandwich or $39 per sandwich? Uh, do the 39 39? Well, that is correct. Doesn't matter about the feedback. 
Yeah. That is absolutely correct. All right. <laughs> Sorry to Dave and Cayuga. Yeah, Dave was Dave was right to be disappointed that I you were playing for him this. today. <laughs> uh, Mike, congratulations, man. Hundred dollars worth of vouchers coming your way. What are you doing? What's happening in the background, by the way? At mine? Yeah, your house. I don't know. It's just my uh, my home phone. I don't know. Oh, it sounds like that. Uh, Carl, it sounds like a construction or something. Radio, so it was like back and forth. Back, I couldn't hear nothing. Yeah, uh, somebody was beating eggs in the back. Yeah, it sounded like yeah. someone was like chopping cucumbers or something <laughs> Mix, very aggressively. <laughs> mixing a <the> batch. <laughs> Mike, one hundred dollars worth of vouchers. Lotto Max shot coming your way. Stay in the line. We'll get your information. Okay. All right. Cheers, man. Sarkel's 97.7 Hits FM, Soper and Brown Show. You know, speaking of live music, uh, they've got a show, Tim Hortons Field, coming up in June. They actually have some dates in um, in Buffalo. Right? Wait, is it right now? Or is it this coming weekend, maybe? Have a look. Yeah, I want to say, like, Arkell's in Buffalo is literally just around the corner, if not already. Ha- like, they've got three nights. There it is, yeah. So it's tomorrow, mm-hmm. Saturday, and Sunday. Fun. Three nights in Buffalo. Arkells are doing that this weekend. Killer. And then it's end of June. Is uh, they're at yeah, is it Budweiser Stage? I think in no, Toronto. No, or? Tim Hortons Field. Oh, Tim's Field. Yeah, they're doing Tim Hortons Field. Oh, they, fun. Which they did back in 2019. 20, oh. Yeah, 2019. I believe they did a big show there. And of course, they were there for the uh, yep. for the Great Cup this uh, yeah, this past so, year. Uh, we got that coming up, and then of course. Born and raised. Yes. Massive little festival. It's going to be happening in St. Catharines, Montebello Park. We've got two nights of City and Color uh, headlining, two nights of Alexis on Fire, Billy Talent, Pup, Sam Roberts, man, broken social scene. Yeah. I mean, in Montebello, this is. I know. I am so curious how. It's literally in our backyard. How you're going to set that whole thing up. Yeah. I, I I can't wait to and see it, it shake down. And again, you and I have heard, you know, Montebello Park's been a great host for things like, you know, like the Rib Fest, the grape and wine yeah. thing, I think, took place there, right? All these things that we were told about that live only in mythology in our minds yeah. because the world shut just, down when we moved we just didn't get to see it so <laughs> i can't wait to see that park be host to uh this incredible festival and man walking distance from uh from our places so i'm interested tickets go on sale 10 o'clock today mm-hmm. or you can win some right now let's do another round of best question we do open mic here and you always send them in we'll answer them hits national answer them Best question, anything at all, get the conversation going, something that's funny, it doesn't matter. Text them in, 977-977. We'll take seven minutes here, play a couple of songs, gather them all up, and we'll pick a winner. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> Okay, 977-977, get your text in. We're doing another round of Best Question. We have a pair of tickets to see Born and Raised Festival, Canada Day Weekend, two nights of City and Color headlining, two nights of Alexis on Fire headlining, Billy Talent, Pop, Broken Social Scene, Sam Roberts Band, Cleo Patrick. It's going to be a great festival, Montebello Park, <laughs> and we're going to give away tickets to what we think is the best question. I'm Carl? Just, uh, I'm, I'm editing some stuff here as we just got a text from uh, our engineer, Lonnie, who just said, uh, someone outside has chowder for you. <laughs> so it, it just took me a second here. I'm uh, yeah. I'm just uh, deleting and uh, and moving out some stuff here. Give me one. Confirm second. Carl's a chowder boy. Yeah, yeah, I'm confirmed chowder boy. We got some homemade <laughs> biscuits too. Uh, tickets do go on sale again today, 10 a.m. So if you do want to <laughs> scoop some up, you can do there, do so then. Somebody asked, can I have the tickets, please? Very kind of you, yes, and sir. I do enjoy your manners. And it, yeah, you did, you did ask in a nice way. But 
Mm, probably not. <laughs> uh, first question: How do you clip your nails? You like your toenails? What I don't know, with toenail clippers? Yeah, but like, do you have a do you have a routine to it? Do you have a, a time that you do it? Do you have a place that you do it? No, it's just like if if. I feel like if I scratch myself with my nail, like if mm-hmm. I, you know, put my foot on the back of my calf, I go, oh, that's oh, kind of pokey. Or if you catch a sheet or, or something like that. Yeah, or my wife goes, oh, you got to cut your nails because I poked <laughs> her in bed. <laughs> you, did, you did what, sorry? I, if I poke her in bed. That's right. Then she's like, you got to cut your nails. <laughs> okay. I uh, I always do it after a, after a shower. Every shower? Not every shower, but when I do cut them, I do it yeah. after a shower because the, the nails are softened up by mm-hmm. the by the warm water. Mm-hmm. I need that. I need that. I do. How big are your nails? It's my ba- the the big toe. I grow like a huge weapon on there. <laughs> a weapon? Yes. Uh, if you were the Hulk, would you be an angry Hulk or a nice Hulk? I mean, I'd be a nice Hulk. And isn't the idea that he is a nice Hulk until he becomes angry? Yes, that right? is the idea. Yeah, like he's both. So I would also be both, and it's definitely the superhero I identify with the most, both For in sure. his knowledge of the scientific world and his ability to spaz. I would become huge, but even nicer. <laughs> even more gentle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, somebody asked, how do you guys feel about putting pineapple on pizza? This is a pro-pineapple show. Oh, we are, a thousand we are percent. Hawaiian boys. Extra. <laughs> Extra. I like this question. If you could steal a coworker's lunch to eat, whose lunch would you take? Assume the on, let's just pick the from the on-air staff here. Who do you think brings the best lunch or meal to work that you would steal from? Well, so okay, here's here's how I'm going to break this down. Cool. Joey, Joey Bricks. I don't think is much of a cook. As much of a. And I don't think he's preparing <laughs> things to bring. I mean, I'm, we we. We're ragging him for the sardine cans he brings and eats. Because, and you nailed it perfectly. This was back in December. You said, I bet it was Joey who brought this. And I bet he just said, ah, I got nothing to eat. Yeah. Oh, look, it's a can of sardines. I'll bring those. And that's what happened. And that's exactly what happened. So I'm not eating Joey's. Um, Ricard? I don't know what Adam is bringing. I don't know what Adam brings to work. I think he, he's been doing this like diet thing. Yeah, I know that. He's and been, so he's been saving his, his count for the weekend. I don't think he's bringing anything insane. You know what I eat. You, yeah. I occasionally have a breakfast sandwich, but if not, I'm like a banana and a yogurt guy. I yeah. don't eat a ton in the mornings. N- nor do I here. No. So, so who, who are we thieving from? Tim Dennis. What does Tim bring? I, I don't, he has a lunch container. Does he? That has three compartments. Okay, all right. We're going for the so, we're going for the Tim mystery I'm bag. I'm choosing Tim. You know, that's not a bad that's not a bad idea. Right? I don't have a better option. No, the fridges are pretty underutilized here. Uh, good question here. I like this one. Happy St. Patty's Day, boys. If it's not a pot of gold at the end of your personal rainbow, what would you find there? Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl. <laughs> a Cowboys Super Bowl. Yeah. Win. Yeah. Recent. Yeah. yeah. One that would be maybe a future one, It'd be like that. a little token that you can hang on to and say, this will be cash sometime in the next yeah. however long. It would be that. Yeah. Uh, I would find uh, some beautiful mint on card Hasbro WBF figures. I would oh, say. yeah. Be, there'd sure. be a little pot of them at the end. All the ones I never got as a kid. <laughs> and because I'd be in a dream, I'd still only have to select a few of them. <laughs> uh, Alexis on fire question. Which one of you is the old crow and who's the young cardinal? Oh, I mean, that's pretty obvious. Yeah, right? come on now. I'm the cardinal. Yeah. Oh, Would you rather go on a cruise with your boss or never go on a vacation again? I'll go on a cruise with our boss. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No? <laughs> Just debating. We have many bosses. Oh, yeah. 
I was under the assumption we were talking about the our, one directly in the dire- building. Our most direct? Yeah, like in totally. the building. Then yeah. totally, totally yeah. fine. Absolutely. Totally fine. 100%. If Soper was an ice cream flavor, what flavor would he be? And what kind of cone would you put him in? You would be, you'd obviously be chocolate mint. Yeah. Because some people love you, but it's a little divisive yeah. at times. That's fine. It's one of your favorites. Oh, yeah. It's not one of my That's favorites. Great. And I wouldn't put you in a cone. Oh, really? You'd be in a dish. Really? Yeah, it served in a little plastic cup. Why? With a wooden spoon. What? Ooh. <laughs> I wanted to be in a waffle cone. Those no, are fun. No, you're waffle a healthy boy. You don't get yeah. a waffle cone. No, Sorry. that's true, actually. You don't get it. Okay, what kind of ice cream flavor are you? Tabasco. <laughs> Tabasco flavored ice cream. Cookies and cream. Your cookies and cream? Lovable. Mm. Everybody, everybody enjoys cookies and cream. Two scoops and a waffle cone, and it's on sale that day. Is it because everyone thinks you sound like Dr. Hibbert? <laughs> <laughs> look at look at this guy. He's like, ah, some people hate Matt. Everybody loves me, though. Wait, what do you want to do? <laughs> you want to fight about it? <laughs> Sorry, pal. We've established I'm electable. Would you rather listen to Cotton Eye Joe or the end of Memory Remains, just the Lars part? For oh. four hours. Oh, shut up, Lars. So only the Lars slash Marianne Faithful. Or Cotton Eye Joe uh, for Cot- four hours. I think it's Cotton Eye Joe. I think it is too. Like, even though it's a lot of Cotton Eye Joe, I mean, there's structure to it. It's not just. <sighs> Would you rather have short legs or short arms? I think this question's for you. <laughs> I'd say short legs. Yeah? Your short legs. Short arms. Like, you ever see CeeLo Green? How'd that guy wipe his ass? I don't know. <laughs> right? I mean. Like, I don't know. You ever see uh, that guy, Otis? He's a WWE guy. Otis? I don't, like, this dude needs, like, one of those little garbage grabbers yeah. to get around back. There's no way. Really? There's no way. There's no physical way that he can wipe his own butt. I never thought about CeeLo Green and how he does his bathroom you stuff. You talk about, like, like T-Rex arms. Wow. Right? You're right. Think about that. I'll take the short legs. Yeah, but the short legs, like, it's going to become a problem with, like, bearing weight. Like, sure. it's going to be a real problem. Yeah. Short arms, though? Trying to like, reach. Oh, you're you're tough. Wish, again, I need cameras in the studio. I wish you could have seen Carl <laughs> trying with to, short arms trying to do anything. It's very funny. Probably to see. offensive. Um, yeah, I'm going with short legs. I'll go short arms. Not worrying about uh, leg room on flights. I'm going nice. short arms. Okay. All right. This is, a, this is a good question. If you could visit any celebrity's bathroom, which bathroom would you like to go to? So I am curious how the richest man in the world lives in his bathroom. This, Jeff Bezos? Yeah, this is where I was going with this I'm as well. I'm curious how nice or modest, potentially, mm-hmm. is Jeff Bezos's bathroom? Is there some kind of like fancy way that he uses the bathroom that we plebs don't even know about? Yeah. What about the toilet paper? Is it the softest thing you've ever felt? Does he enter into some kind of mind meld and everything just evacuates and he comes out clean? Is hands, he a- hands free, like hands on top of the head, the whole thing just whoosh, evacuation. Is Jeff a bidet guy? Jeff. Is it the nicest bidet in the world? It's got to be warm water. That, bidet. That, that's see, that's my go-to. I'm not, I'm not, because I'm not going through cabinets and stuff. I don't want to know about who's got a rash or whatever. I want to see how the other side poops. Yeah, yeah. I actually completely agree with yeah, you. Yeah, I got. I, I'd love to go against you, do but you, I think that's the. Do you think he's a bidet guy? 
I don't know. I don't. I don't know. There's does, only one way to find out. Does CeeLo Green wipe his butt? <laughs> Maybe he's a bidet guy. Oh, CeeLo Green's a bidet guy. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. He's got a. Ha- I think he has a warm water bidet. Mm. I've only ever used a cold water bidet. Very interesting. It's shocking, but yes. still good. I bet you he is a warm water bidet guy. I got to see his bathroom. <laughs> I got to see his bathroom. Got to see this. Oh man. Uh, what do you like for uh, for? I like I mean, the I like I, the I like the lunch one. The last one. I like, I like the, the bathroom celebrity one? bathroom. Tickets are yours. Silver and Brown. 97.7 Hits FM. Lincoln Park. 97.7 Hits FM. Soper and Brown. Shall we get a name for our winner of the uh, best question in Born and Raised tickets? We do, yeah. Congrats to Ben, who had the best question with the which celebrity's bathroom would you most like to visit? <laughs> Somebody said Jeff Bezos absolutely wipes with kittens. Fresh kittens? That'd be terrible. Oh, jeez. What's what's Which is the toilet paper ad that used kittens and like Oh, it's the, is it, is it Bounty? Is it that the one? Mm-hmm. Bounty's mm-hmm. paper towel. Oh, let's see here. There's one of them. Uh, paper Royale. Yeah, Royale might be. Toilet paper, cats, advertising. Uh, yeah, it's Royale. Yes, Royale has the fluffy white kittens Nailed on the. Yeah. So he saw that and went, huh, "What if just cats?" <laughs> I'm telling you, he's a bidet guy. Oh, probably. There's no doubt. But it has to be the most futuristic. Like, it's there's probably some kind of weird air pressure thing going on. Mm. Heated seats, heated floors. Oh, for heated floors for sure. The I whole, would love heated floors. The whole room is set precisely to his exact body temperature at that time, so you never uh, step or touch anything cooler than your skin. Mm. Something weird like that. Yeah. He's so kind of hairless and divorced. He must have something weird going on in there, <laughs> which is why I must see it. <laughs> also... Uh, we just did another tinfoil toss. <laughs> if you ever are on our Instagram, you know that you know we yeah. do this thing here in studio. I won't explain it. All I will say is today was the most dramatic tinfoil <laughs> toss we have ever had. You said it was uh, Kawhi Leonard-esque. Oh, my God. In terms of the bounce. <laughs> I, it's drama central. Yeah. It's drama central, and you can find it at the hit side. I had to go see it myself because from my angle, all I can hear is the bounce. And then my reaction. Which was, was my reaction justified? You know what? For once, yes. Hits Instagram. You can see it there. It's the hip. Soper and Brown Show. Soper and Brown Show. It's 97.7 Hits FM. Carl and I are just laughing off air here because Doritos has put out a statement. Uh, they said due to inflation and mm-hmm. and prices and everything right now, they are going to have to make their bags a little bit smaller. And they said every Doritos bag uh-huh. will have five less chips in it. Uh, Frito-Lay, the latest company to engage uh, reducing their 9.75-ounce bag of the popular stack to 9.25 ounces. A reduction... Of five chips. Unbelievable. You think you're getting a break on that? My friends, you are not. The price won't even go down. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> <I don't>. <laughs> <laughs> I the bit the bags of chips are already seventy five percent air. Yeah. So what are you taking out of there? It, you were, you're telling me <laughs> saving five cents or five chips per bag is going to save you is all that this really money? Is going to move your profit line? Or can Come you, on. Can you just suck it up for a couple months until the inflation thing goes back? Like, tell me this. Tell me this, Doritos. 
Mr. Frito-Lay. <laughs> when, the, when everything settles, you going to put the chips back in? No way. Huh? There's no way. You going back to the 9.75 ounces when things balance out and give us our chips back? No, you're not. You ever taken no, you're a, not. You ever taken a look at Reese's Peanut Butter Cups? Huh? And where they are now and what they used to be like 10 years ago? Mm-hmm. Dude, those things used to be huge. Mm-hmm. They have shrunk. Significantly. The price has not shrunk. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups? Like, they used to be bigger. They are minuscule now. <laughs> it's BS. It is BS. So what? what is it for a bag of Dreels? Like, four bucks? Four fifty? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, Five yeah. on a tough day? Let's say four bucks. Let's say four bucks. Maybe what if you get do? lucky, you can get a two for six. Yeah, if you're lucky. Right. If you're lucky. But you're not going to get those chips back, are you? They're going to sit there making five more chip profit. Like, what's... You got to tell me, what is five chips worth in that bag? Honest to God. Is it a penny? Is, is five chips worth a cent on a bag? Well, I guess there are... How many chips do you think are in a bag? I don't know. 80? More than that, probably. I don't know. Let's just say 80. Sure. Okay. So, I guess the argument is that if you take out five chips out of every bag, mm-hmm. then... Well, You're going to, you know, over time, you know, what, over, 40 yeah, over or, or eight more? Five million bags, you'll save whatever. Over, yeah, 18. That sucks. Yeah. Stop being, like, you've got so many products. You must yeah. make so much money. Let the folks have their chips, for the love of God. No. <laughs> no. Gas, up. Yeah. Housing, up. up. Chips, chips, less. What the hell are we doing? Filter 977 Hits FM, Soper and Brown Show. <laughs> Let me read this text message here as we're talking about Doritos, basically, you know, sandpaper finish. Yeah. Said, did they not <laughs> just reduce the size of the bag last year? Mm-hmm. Went down to 180 from 200. Said, how about this? Bricks of cheese? I've also noticed they've went down from 500 grams to 400 grams. Skinnier. Ruin my cheese to cracker ratio that I had perfected over decades. Death to big food. <laughs> Another text. You know what? Hold it. Just give me, give me a second. Yeah, like, sure, sure. Deserves the claps. Uh, another text here says, Lay's driver, okay, chip delivery, told me that trip, uh, chip sales tripled during one year of COVID. Of course. They tried to raise some prices, but supermarkets got a little hot about it, and they would give the shelf space to other chip brands, so yeah. they had to hold firm there when they found a way to squeeze you. They find a way. I Could, think all we were doing during COVID was eating yeah. at home. That's yes. it. We were panicked about stuff not being at grocery stores, so we were, like, bulking up on stuff. Hey, not just that, but you know how many times I went to either, like, Shoppers or my local corner store that was close by just because I didn't want to go into a larger grocery yeah. store? So I'd go grab, you know, chips and that kind of stuff from those little corner spots. Ah. Anyways, at least the tinfoil shot was good. Yeah, that's true. It's all we got, folks. Uh, what did t- we learn on the show today? We learned uh, that our born and raised tickets today went to Ben. He had a great question <laughs> about uh, what bathroom, what celebrity's bathroom. We'd yeah. like to see what he got. Somebody just said, wait, doesn't Matt only eat fun-sized chips because he's so short? That's right. Probably shrunk those, too. You know those tiny little, like, Pringles, like, things? Yeah. That's the only thing I can eat. <laughs> I have to eat them like in we like give, three we, bites. Well, we so. give you the Pringles because I can't fit my hand inside yeah. the tube. So the I Pringles actually are get for, in the tube. Yeah, and pushes them out for me. It's the only way I can get in there. Uh, our iHeartRadio playlist continues to be uh, streamed 
followed, shared, spammed. I've got it. I've got it playing right now. Actually. What song? I've had it playing all day. Right now, it's uh, it's actually uh, Fireworks by the Hip. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. Oh, careful! That's about to drop the f bomb. Oh. The f bomb's in there. Remember? Hold on. Yeah. Uh, thank Ooh. you. Safe. That was because Ooh. we were talking about we all, um this the squeezing the stick. Uh, yeah, whatever. you thought we start with something else. Yeah, I thought it was talking about a woman giving him a. No. No, he's just talking about being too focused on hockey. I thought it was a sex thing. I thought it was a sex thing. Unbelievable that's where you went. Speaking of sex, we talked about the dinosaurs and how or how they may have not done it. Here's a message yeah. on the machine uh, asking how, it was a text to Landla asking how dinosaurs had sex. So we did a little dig into it, a little Carl Brown the science guy. That's right. And found out that best to look to their modern relatives, the crocodiles and the birds. That's like a sideways thing. Seems like an all-in-one hole situation. Uh, if you if you ever go sideways, you're doing it dino style. <laughs> Name of the podcast today, Dino Style. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Hell uh, yeah. St. Patrick's Day, we had a little uh, tour around uh, some of North America's weirdest traditions, looked at some places that have massive celebrations. Also learned that uh, in Newfoundland, the Monday closest to St. Patrick's Day is a public holiday. Yeah. Did not know that Just until today. Off. Yeah. So it was uh, for this for this year the way it lined up it was uh, Monday the fourteenth I would assume next year if it moves to a Friday that potentially they're going to get a like a, oh, a Monday yeah. around hell yeah party on the the night of the seventeenth into a long weekend we're going to do radio in Newfoundland Woo! how much are the chips in Newfoundland more the be- they're more They're probably more are yeah. the bags bigger <laughs> I think food is more yeah due to the difficulty of getting it there mm-hmm. yeah hey, we you. may not be doing radio in Newfoundland. <laughs> Maybe. He'll be calling Pee Wee Hockey for donations. <laughs> All right. Anything else? That's it, buddy. Uh, uh, what would you do for a thousand bucks? Oh, tomorrow. Concept number two. Tomorrow, just working on some details from Jess in the promo department. John's going to be here. So many people talking to big games yeah, now. Man. Four hours, whatever. We'll see. We'll Chase, see tomorrow. Chase will be here. What's the other guy? Eric's going to be Eric, here. Yeah. And uh, we've got speakers set up. We're going to have the vehicles backed right up to the carriage house. We've got a four-hour playlist of Cotton Eye Joe. Folks, we're ready. We're going to challenge these guys. Shout out to Cheryl Carlisle. Oh, boy. What? She's up listening. Just oh, sent no. a message. Shout Uh-oh. out to you. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday party, people. We'll see you tomorrow. And drink some green beer in Guinness. There's a voice keeps on calling me down the road. Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM.